game time. It's game time. Here's your host, Tom Barfield and Glenn Stretch-Smith. And good morning. Welcome into game time. You're all access path to Central Texas sports. We're glad you're with us as we uh, roll through a, what is this? This is a football Friday, guys. Let's go around the horn and check in. We say hello to Glenn Stretch-Smith. Glenn, good afternoon. How are you? Well, good morning. How are you guys doing today? Doing terrific. Doing terrific. Uh, Garrett and you, how are you, my friend? I'm good. Ready to go with a, another spectacular day of football conversation here on uh, ESPN Central Texas and baseball conversation. So, uh, there you go. We have, uh, you know, we carry the Astros on our sister station, uh, Fox Sports Central Texas. But uh, because of Temple Wildcat football, uh, we're, we're trying to do some rearranging and, and some technical stuff. And, boy, I've gotten the pliers and the, and the, uh, the oil filter wrench and all that, and I'm trying to get it squared away to where we can, uh, where we can get the Astros over here on ESPN Central Texas, because I thought you were going to say you got you got the aluminum full and you were up there on those rabbit ears changing changing some things. No, around we don't. Time. We don't. We're high tech around here. We don't know rabbit ears. I understand high tech, but you're a little bit of a high tech redneck, and yeah. that's, there's a second part to that story. Do you not have duct tape and super glue? You daggone right. Well, I sure, do. you got to have duct tape and <laughs> super glue. That's what you have to have to fix things. So, anyway, we're working diligently on that to uh, try to get the Astros. It's a 4.30 pregame and a 5 o'clock first pitch, or, or 5.05, whatever it is, for television. But uh, we're, we're going to try to have that done for you over here on uh, ESPN Central Texas. So, uh, keep that in mind. It's a couple of minutes after 10 o'clock. Uh, did, did, what did you watch last night? There was, there was actually a pretty good high school football game on TV last night. There was a college football game on, and there was, of course, a couple of baseball games. So, you had your choice choice of some uh, entertaining viewing for uh, for your uh, Thursday evening I I have to say I didn't get to see the ninth inning bomb by Correa but I did watch a little Dodgers I did watch a little Ark State and Georgia State I thought that was a pretty decent high school football game and then I I, I flipped over and watched a little Archie Manning's grandson mm-hmm. uh, throw it around uh, you know he's supposed to be the top guy, just like his, you know, obviously both of his uncles were were, were, were top quarterbacks. He's a six three kid, looks a little lean, but he he throws it okay, not 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 too bad. So that that was kind of my I, I was sorry that I missed that ninth inning uh, home run by Correa. I, t- I talked to my girlfriend and she was all fired up about it. Obviously that they're they're down there in Lake Conroe, so they they are really rooting on the Astros and have sucked me into this Astro bandwagon. So I, I was all over it yesterday. I thought they'd come out and just crush the ball. They scored four, but enough to win. And how about how about Kershaw? I mean, we we have all been saying Dodgers, Dodgers, Dodgers. They're they're in a three one hole now. Yeah, and you know, there's a and you mentioned Kershaw, but you didn't mention the offense. They no, had three I, hits. I, I, who, who are you going to beat with three hits? Nobody. Okay. So he could have went out there and been Sandy Koufax, and he was going to get beat. Three well, hits. I, I, that's a good point. I guess w- once we saw him as a starter, and I'm going back to our show yesterday, 
I think we absolutely thought this would be. Mm-hmm. We'd come in here today well, we talking did. about a 2-2 series. No, we're not. We're talking uh, about being down 1-3. I thought. I honestly thought we'd come in here talking about a 2-2 series there and a congratulations to the Tampa Bay Rays as they, uh, they got it done, but they didn't get it done. Uh, our, our boy Yips to Altuve is uh, he's on base three times yesterday, guys. That's all I can tell you. He he is he's going he is going well in that two spot offensively. Well, two to you know, sometimes in the two hole, sometimes the three hole. But man, uh, good stuff for him and uh, and the Astros, and they get the win and they force this game. So are, are are we looking at it as the Astros have to win four in a row? Or are we now looking at it as just simply go win a go win a pair? I, I'm I'm simply just saying just win today, and let's and let's let's get it to the let's get it to the let's get it to a game seven. I'm I keep waiting on the bats to really break out for that. I mean I keep waiting on Guriel Reddick. I th- I keep waiting on these other guys, and 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 I keep thinking okay the law of averages is going to catch up here. Houston's bats are going to catch fire. And right now it's their pitching that's keeping them that's keeping them around, and then they're getting some timely hitting. That's that's got them and being down three zero. We we talked about this, guys. That is a that is a hard hole to dig yourself out of. But boy, if they can get this thing tied three and three, I certainly like their chances. Man, they got a big shovel if they're digging their way out because they they've cut it to to three two and with a chance today to go to three three as you mentioned. So so what did you catch last night, Garrett? I mean, what was your viewing pleasure? <laughs> Probably some cooking show, how to yeah. cook a chicken fried steak. No, it was uh, supernatural <laughs> reruns with my wife. Supernatural reruns. Yep. What is supernatural? It's a TV show. That's, oh, is it? Yeah. It's just something that's been on for like 20 years, so we've been watching that. Oh. So, S- Stretch, have you heard of this program, Supernatural? No. You you know I haven't. I knew you were, <laughs> I knew you were going to kind of give me that glance like, uh, okay, Stretch, you know anything about this? Hell clean, no, I don't know anything about It was, about hey, you, clean this up because I don't know where we're going. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah that, I mean, if you, there's a few things you can ask me about. You know, you know one, I'm going to be watching whatever sports is on. And then if there's nothing on that really interests me, even reruns on the SEC network or the ACC network, nothing on the Longhorn network that would interest me from a rerun standpoint, I might flip over and watch a little Ice Road Truckers. <laughs> but but <laughs> after, like that, that one. after that, I'm out. <laughs> I like the cooking shows myself. Top Which Chef, one, Reed Drummond? No, I love Top Chef. I, I like love Chopped. Top I watch Chef. Chopped. And I watch Chopped, yeah. Oh, and my girlfriend! I, my, I, I got my girlfriend again. She makes me watch Reed Drummond, and that's it's painful. That is painful, painful. watching her. What is the What is the one that's the uh, where they they go all over the place and uh, it's a sewing competition? I have no idea. I like that one too. I've never heard of it. It's a like what competition? It's a sewing. sewing. It's sewing. I can. You yeah. know what? I, can you? Can you? I, I can envision. I think you. Do you crochet, Tom Barfield? I can see you with those two little sticks, kind of sitting there making you making poke you, you with a little, them, but posting up with a thimble. <laughs> you a little. I'm trying to think of the, you a little throw. Heidi so Klum is Heidi. Warm. It's Heidi Klum's show. Uh, I have no idea. Did, did I did I not mention it's Heidi Klum's show? Or you can you can say it one I more like time. Say it one more time and I, hit the damn trifecta. I don't care whose show it is. It's I ain't Heidi's watching it television <laughs> program. It's Heidi's television program. Right, well, so good for, good for Top Chef always has some good food on it, uh, and then 
I, I, I can't remember the name of the program. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> Get me out of here. Watch Steve it so Garrett's. much you don't even know what the name of it is. We got all kinds of Friday night football going on, and we're talking about sewing shows. Uh, well, <laughs> it's Garrett's with this. I, no, that, you went down 15 that minutes into this show, and I'm thinking, what in the wide world of sports is going on here? I got a sports guy right here in front of me, and he said he watched some kind of 20-year-old rerun. Hey, it's a classic. Oh. <laughs> that threw me for a curveball, too. I, uh, what is the it? The Supernatural. Okay. Supernatural. Check it out, Supernatural. I'm not, I'll tell you what I'm not doing. I'm okay. not checking out the Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> Won't be doing it. All right, it's 10 9 Stay with us on the way. We are, we're going to dive into all of this stuff. We're, we're going to begin by talking some high school football. It began in earnest last night, or actually I think they played in Colleen, but Belton uh, knocked off Colleen last night, and we'll get to that next on ESPN Central Texas. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly sunny skies today. It's going to be a cooler day. Highs top out at 72 degrees. Clear skies tonight for high school football. Kickoff temperatures hovering in the mid-60s. Then overnight with clear skies, we will drop to a very cool 48 by early Saturday morning. On Saturday, it'll be mostly sunny. It's going to be warmer, 79 and mostly sunny. Very warm, especially for this time of the year on Sunday and a high of 86 Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.30 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you, too, can live and serve part-time, close to home, by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. Listen. In the past couple of years, we've had a lot of people moving in from out of state to Waco thanks to Chipper and JoJo. And while we welcome these new citizens, they unfortunately brought some of their bad habits with them. Hi, Jay here from Pickup Outfitters and you know what I'm talking about, naked trucks. You'd think everyone moved here from McNewdville, but we shouldn't judge them, we should help them. For example, when you see a recent transplant truck from a less civilized state like California, Instead of saying, your truck is disgusting, your bed is exposed, get a bed cover on that truck, buddy, that's a bit harsh. Instead, try something like, you know, in Texas, it's not polite to drive around with your bed exposed. Maybe you should check out the excellent selection of bed covers at Pickup Outfitters. And then if they refuse, you can say, well, I hear New Mexico's a nice state. 
Let's help our new neighbors and let them know that truck nudity is not okay. Let them know about Pickup Outfitters of Waco and send them to our website, createacommotion.com. Hey, have you thought about buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? Well, it's Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years, and they are ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score, and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, to make sure you know what to look for in selecting that perfect home for you and your family, call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at NW. Waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco is currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so that you can access our programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. Right, 1013, this is game time. You're all excess pass to Central Texas Sports. Got a big night in high school football coming up. Of course, we'll have uh, we'll have games all across uh, our family of radio stations. But last night down at Leo Buckley in Colleen, the Belted Tigers opened up District 12 6A play by going on the road to meet the Kangaroos. And they come away with a with a nice win, 33-26 over the Kangaroos. And we're joined now by Coach uh, Brett Sniffin of the Belted Tigers. First of all, Coach, congratulations on the, on the, on the win last night. I appreciate it. It feels good getting the win come, especially to start off district play. I was going to ask, I mean, obviously uh, it, it's kind of like going to work. I mean, who wants to go to work if you're not going to get that paycheck? And last night uh, your kids was able to uh, to get that win. And, I would imagine it was uh, it was kind of a, a very happy bus ride back over to Belton. Uh, yeah, it is. And uh, the good thing about Thursday nights is when you win, Fridays are sweet at work. Talk a little bit about your football team and, and, and the progress that they're making for you. And uh, obviously uh, you get the win last night, but uh, just uh, how things have kind of gone for your football team. I mean, we've improved every week, and that's the most important thing. I know our record doesn't reflect it, but uh, and we still make some, some crazy mental mistakes every now and then. Uh, but the effort's getting better and better, and the defense played lights out last night. Coach, how did the non-district schedule you played? I mean, you played Georgetown, Round Rock, just last week, number 18, Midland Lee. How did that contribute to the win last night? Well, we had some you know, some lulls when we played uh, each, each of the three games where we gave up a bunch of points in a short amount of time, and the offense uh, didn't hold on to the ball, but we learned from those mistakes. It's like I talked about earlier when we blew the lead against Georgetown and we had the huge comeback, and then didn't finish it off against Round Rock, and then played Midland Lee really tough. Uh, it's just our, our kids are learning that they that they can be good if they just do what they are coached to do and believe in each other, and, and it's starting to pay off. Can you talk about that defensive stand last night? It's just over three minutes remaining in the game, and Clean's trying to convert that fourth down. How big was that for your team? Oh, it's huge. Um, you know, all, all night long our defense came up. We we had five turnovers, which is nothing. I mean, to win a game after turning the ball over five times and giving up a kickoff return for a touchdown, that's hard to do. And uh, the reason we did it was because our defense, you know, we held an 1,800-yard rusher last year to 28 yards on the ground. I can't say enough about that. And Ruben Jimenez, he plays a key part in your offense. Could you, could you talk about just how important he is to this team? Yeah, it makes the offense go. I mean, throwing and running and running the show. 
but the offensive line is really the stars of the show for our offense. We were able to keep the ball, uh, grind out the clock, and run the ball really well behind those guys. Last night, Colleen, they got four seconds remaining. They're at their own 45. Were you nervous at all about that? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Uh, the way we've lost a couple weeks, I was nervous as all get out. But uh, <laughs> I had faith in our kids and they put a little pressure on them, and uh, we were able to pick it and seal the deal. Coach, you you mentioned uh, the progress your your football team is making. What are some of the areas you'd like to see continued growth as uh, as you work your way through district play? Uh, well, we got to still shore up some special teams errors, uh, and then got to take care of the football and offense. Uh, we haven't had a clean sheet yet in uh, four games, and that's not good. Uh, and we can't go farther. That's like our own game. Hey, Coach, we appreciate so much uh, your time. Congratulations on the win and continued success in district play. All right, we appreciate you guys. All right, that is Coach Brett sniffing of the Belt of Tigers. 10-17, Tom and Stretch and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. We'll step aside and we're coming back with more of Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Whataburger. Each week, go to CentexSportsFan.com to vote for 10 selected games throughout the Central Texas area, with the winner receiving a Whataburger gift certificate. Introducing the new limited-time spicy chicken sandwich at Whataburger. With the flair of spicy, crispy chicken topped with fresh, cool veggies and pickles, this flavor speaks for itself. So stop by your hometown Whataburger and try it today. It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest, brought to you by Whataburger on ESPN Central Texas. Hey guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big O key rings, candles, and jewelry, and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. It's football season, and the holidays are just around the corner. Since most of us are tailgating and celebrating at home this year, you may consider getting that outdoor grill or even a full outdoor kitchen this year. Come visit StarTex Propane Showrooms, where they carry a full line of outdoor propane grills, kitchens, and even turkey fryers. They can even help with professional installation with trained service techs who follow all COVID guidelines. Check them out at StarTexPropane.com or on Facebook. StarTex Propane. The Real Texas Gun Show has teamed up with the Scottish Rite Foundation of Texas to bring you a benefit gun show to Waco, Texas, October 24th and 25th at 2801 West Waco Drive at the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum. 208-foot tables of vendors are available. This gun show is to help raise funds for the Scottish Rite Foundation's many charities in the state of Texas. This is the first show of a twice-yearly benefit, hopefully for many years to come in Waco. Do not miss this show, either as a patron or a vendor. Tables still available. Contact the Real Texas Gun Show on Facebook. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, 
That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the durable Kubota L Series tractor for as low as $149 a month at WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Star. We have high school football on our airways tonight. Robinson matches up with Gatesville this evening. Head coach Robert Rubel on the challenge of facing the Hornets. There's a chance we end up in a shootout. You know, they're pretty good offensively. We feel like we've got some things we can do to them on our offensive side of the ball. So this thing may end up in a, in a track meet. You know, we got to stop. They have a pretty good running back and they got a quarterback that's, that's, that's pretty decent as far as throwing the ball. You can hear the game on 1590 AM and 99.3 FM. Broadcast starts at 7 o'clock. Temple opens district play against Coppers Cove. Broadcast at 7. Kickoff at 7.30 on Fox Sports Central Texas. And Ray's Astros ALCS Game 6 on ESPN Central Texas starting at 4.30 this afternoon. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. That's it. Garrett Ross spinning it up, giving us a little music. It is game time. You're all access pass to Central Texas. Everything Central Texas as far as sports goes. It's Glenn Stretch Smith, my co-host Tom Barfield, and Garrett Ross. Garrett, let's get into some college football talk. Uh, boy, I, 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 I'm still seeing we're, we're, we're getting these, these COVID issues are still continuing to mm-hmm. pop up. I'm, I'm sure they're going to continue to pop up. Baylor has finally, it looks like, finalized that, that game time with Texas next week. Uh, but I, I like a couple matchups tonight getting to the positive side of this thing. I, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, SMU's now kind of broken into that top 25, going to take on Tulane. And then Houston's got BYU for the later game. Two really good games for, I think, a Friday night schedule. Oh, no doubt. And I think it's interesting you got – so that SMU game is going to be a 3 p.m. game. So, you know, you have a little afternoon action. But I like what the Mustangs have been able to do. Shane Bichelle is really great up there. He seems like he's found his home. And then, like we talked about, Houston, this is going to be their second game. And there's a lot of high praise out there for BYU right now. So, I think this is going to be a good test to see where the Cougars really are. Well, yeah, and U, and U of H has had to take – you know, they, they, they had the COVID issues. They had to take some time off. Obviously, had the game – pushed back with Baylor, uh, so they, they've had to take their time off. But, boy, getting a matchup against what looks like a pretty formidable opponent in BYU, you know, being 14th ranked in the country. I'm looking down through this the rest of this schedule. I, I, Georgia Tech has surprised me this year. I don't think they can play with Clemson. Right. But I think that's an interesting matchup. I think Tennessee-Kentucky could be a good game. Uh, I, I, I do like – and obviously, we've got the you know big SEC matchup with uh, Georgia and Alabama. I think it's going to be interesting with Sarkeesian having to be kind of the interim head coach, Saban having tested positive, and, and and having his COVID issues right now, and going through that, which could be a very interesting. Uh, that could be a very interesting watch because you know Nick Saban has always had his 
finger right on the pulse of his football team. I mm-hmm. almost wonder what it's going to be like for him having to step back, take a step back, and watch and see what's going on with his football team from afar. Oh, it's got to be frustrating. I mean, this is the, obviously this is the biggest game of the year, you know, and, and when you're going in and he has all indications of, you know, having the game plan set. And I just don't know about Sarkeesian. I mean, he's he's done, you know, some great things in places, but then the fiasco out on the West Coast, USC and everything. I, and I know he's grown from that. But at the same time, I just don't know if I like him in this coaching matchup. And Georgia's a really good team. And uh, one of the things I'm going to keep an eye on is, you know, when you look at the AP rankings right now, Alabama's sitting at two, Georgia's at number three. And then right behind them, you got Notre Dame and you got North Carolina waiting in the wind. It, the winner of this game is gonna gonna knock somebody out. So one of them no. are gonna creep up if they could take care of business. So this is a this is a really important game and it's got a lot of implications on the line. I mean, and you're exactly right. And like, like you were mentioning, North Carolina's kind of right there on the doorstep, mm-hmm. wanting to punch in. They've got to go to Florida State. That's a primetime matchup on ABC. And then you look down and you see the the postponed games. I you know it has been. It has been maybe two or three. Now, now we've got five, and, right? And it's I think it's you know there are five games that initially early in the year there were a lot of people you know wanting to uh, you know wanting to watch, which which is right here in our backyard with Baylor going to face seventeen Oklahoma State. You had eighteen Cincinnati at Tulsa. You had LSU, who you know Brennan is is down this week, but. They're not going to have to worry about that going to number 10, Florida, who just took it on the chin from, from A&M. Uh, Vanderbilt, Missouri is canceled, and in Florida, International and Charlotte postponed. So it, the, the, the view, the overview is it's – I was thinking we were almost to the other side of this mm-hmm. and getting to the other side of the COVID issue. Right now it looks like we might be right in the meat of it from a football perspective standpoint, and the concern I have – is we could be running out of time to have these games. And, you know, we got, what is it, next week we've got the Big Ten entering, and then right. two weeks the Pac-12 comes in. So, I mean, does the COVID issue and does the COVID list and postponement list grow? I, I certainly hope not. But I also think that you're going to have to start to see some of these five- and six-day rotations like is happening with SMU and Tulane tonight and obviously BYU and Houston. Yeah, that's really going to be the only way you can make those games up. And I think you're right. Once you do have the the Big Ten enter the mix and the Pac-12 enter the mix, it's only inevitable that somebody is going to catch it. You can you can put every plan in place. You can follow every protocol to the T, and that doesn't guarantee you that you're safe from this. You know, and I think we've seen that over and over again. And going back to the LSU Florida game, it seems like every year there's always something with these two. Like the year before last, you know, you had the hurricane coming in, and it was supposed to Florida aired on the side of caution. They canceled the game, or they want to go to Baton Rouge, and then it doesn't touch. And it's just always something with those two. But you know, and it's. it's it's, I think this is a, you know, a good time for this game to get canceled because Florida will probably shellack them. But, you know, you're right. And these postponements, they're really unfortunate. I mean, the latest one was Cincinnati just yesterday, you know, not, not, not being able to come out and play Tulsa. But I agree with you. I feel like this isn't the beginning. This is really where we're going to start seeing, 
it take more of an have more of an impact with the weather change. That's yeah, just my I, personal and, opinion. Right in the meat of it. The right. other, you know, there were other couple games that I didn't mention that I think could be good matchups in the SEC, which is Ole Miss going to Arkansas. Arkansas yeah. playing much better under Sam Pittman, and and what the direction that he's going. Barry Odom on defense. Obviously, you've got uh, Kendall Browse, the offensive coordinator, but I like some of the things that Arkansas is doing. And then 11 Texas A&M going to Mississippi State after a big win and Jimbo Fisher and his team finally defeating a, a top five ranked uh, Florida team. Now, how are they going to respond having to go on the road to Starkville? Uh, they, they bumped all the way up to 11. Mm-hmm. Now, A&M is going to be a factor in this. I think, I mean, I was so impressed with how they played and how Jimbo Fisher has kind of taken the reins of Kellen Mond. That, they, they were down 14, and I thought A&M had every opportunity to kind of let that slip away. Right. But they kept fighting. They kept hanging around. And to me, A&M is a dang good offense. If they can get some of their defensive issues straightened out, uh, they're going to be good. And then, boy, is Ole Miss really that good with what Kiffin is doing offensively with how they attacked Alabama and went at Alabama. They pushed Alabama around last week. I mean, so this Ole Miss team has has something I think you better keep an eye on. And I like the other side of that. I like what Coach Odom, who is the former uh, head coach at Missouri, who's now the defensive coordinator at Arkansas, he did a great job of going in and putting the blueprint out there of how to stop Mississippi State, how to stop that – Air raid, mm-hmm. you know, Mike Leach, throw it all over the field. He said, you know what we're going to do? We're going we're gonna to rush three, and we're going to drop eight here, and we're going to make them dink and dunk this ball all the way down the field, and they were able to upset them. So now will he, uh, Coach Odom, come up with a game plan to, to keep Arkansas around in this game versus Ole Miss because they are absolutely – a force to be reckoned with offensively in what Lane Kiffin has done at Ole Miss. Oh, no doubt. And the SEC West is always strong, but when you can add, you know, a quality opponent, when you can you can up the bar for Ole Miss and then throw in Arkansas in the mix, that just makes it even more dangerous. And, and I do. I think both of these programs are on the rise. And then going back to Texas A&M, you know, Kellen Munn, he, he, looked, he played lights out last week. You can't knock anything that he did. Um, but he's struggled on the road. And then now that you have the issues with the receivers being out, that's going to be something to play. Uh, that's going to play into it. But I also think the way that Mississippi state was held to just two points last week, that's an, that's embarrassing. No, I mean, for anybody, but for somebody like Mike Leach, who prides himself on, you know, a high octane offense, you've got to think that he's going to go back to the drawing board this week. It create, create something you know, some trick I plays it was or kind something. Of, yeah, I thought it was kind of strange that he came out and kind of blamed the players. Kind of was like, hey, we're going to purge and we're going to do some things with this roster. And you know what? You scored two. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you didn't really score any on offense. So, yeah, I, th- I think, they've, you know, it will be interesting. I, you know, everybody has always said, hey, let's see what this offense does in the SEC. Let's see what they do in the SEC. Well, they go in, play LSU, and, and Pelini tried to line up the defensive coordinator at LSU tried to line up and play man coverage, and I think that's the worst thing you can do versus that offense because they will run over, they'll run away from you, run those inside mesh mm-hmm. routes, and give you some real problems. But uh, I, 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 I just think the SEC this year, uh, it, 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 it's kind of the, the playing field seems to be leveling a little bit. It's been it's been Alabama, it's been LSU, it's been Auburn, and then you know it's been Georgia mm-hmm. and and. and now all of a sudden we're seeing some of these teams, 
you know, A&M, Ole Miss, Arkansas, even, even is formidable. So maybe the playing field seems to be leveling a little bit. The other interesting thing is I think Coach Miles, is, is, who's been on COVID leave and had to, had to step out, he's going to take Kansas to go play at West Virginia. And, boy, Kansas really needs a win. I mean, they need to go, they need to go play better uh, in, in order, I think, to make that hire of Coach Miles feel and look better. They, they, they have not played good early in the season, and uh, they, they need, they, they, that's a big game for them to go to West Virginia and try to get a win there. Oh, it really is. And, and anything, look, Kansas is, is one of those schools, stretch where it's so difficult to recruit, and, and they've been in, the, in a, the dumpster for so long, you know, trying to get people to come in there, and they just haven't had success. They've had continually rotating coaches in and out. I think Les is the perfect guy for the job. I think he, you give him a few years, he's going to bring his players in there and establish the depth that has been lacking. And, you know, and I do understand that they need a big-time win, but going to West Virginia, that's going to be really difficult. I think that West Virginia is going to have fans in attendance this time. I think it will be the first time all year they're going to have fans in the stands. And they have a really solid defensive line. So it's going to be a tough a tough day for Kansas to go in there and try to steal that first win. It, it is. And one other game that I wanted to mention in the SEC, and I know you follow it because your you're, you're, you're love for LSU, mm-hmm. but is is uh, Auburn going to South Carolina now. You know, Will Muschamp has, had, has got that team playing a little better. Auburn – Got really lucky last week to beat Arkansas. I mean, that was a terrible call on that, on the uh, where Nick's tried to spike that ball mm-hmm. so they could get the winning field goal. To me, there was no question. You looked at it on replay. The ball went behind him. He threw it behind him. It should have been a lateral. It should have been Arkansas's ball. But how does Auburn respond going to South Carolina, which now you know you don't have that you don't have that fan base there, right. and that's a rabid fan base. But you don't have that there, so you know how does how does uh, you know how do they respond going into to South Carolina, and how does Bo Nix, how how does Malzahn? I mean, the, the heat has been on him a little bit. And they got like I said, they got lucky to beat Arkansas. I think this will be a better matchup than a lot of people think as well. Oh, it really will, and, and I think Muschamp, what he's been able to do at South Carolina, you know, it, it, he's only been there what for like two years, so he's still. Uh, you know, bringing his guys in there, and it, this isn't going to be a give me. And I really think that they can. They, I, I wouldn't be surprised if South Carolina won this game, honestly. Yeah, and I, I think so too. I mean, they, I, they're playing better. They they are they are doing some things to me that, like you were saying with with Les Miles. I mean, sometimes you got to give these coaches opportunity to get their players in the program. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you you've had he's had the time. Will has had the time. I look to see him get better. And, you know, let, let's go to the premier matchup, and we've talked a little bit about it, but Georgia and, and, and Oklahoma. So you've got Kirby Smart and, and what he can do defensively going up against a really good play caller and Steve Sarkeesian, who's going to have to kind of double and take on some of the head coaching responsibilities uh, at Alabama. Uh, that should be, I, I think, it's going to be the, a, a must-watch college football game uh, Saturday night, uh, Georgia, to me, needs to get over the hump. Yes. They're kind of a little bit like, in my mind, they're a little bit like A&M. Yep. They need a marquee win. They need to beat somebody that they weren't supposed to beat. They need to step up and play somebody better. And and the pressure could be on for Georgia, too. I mean, they've got a good enough football team 
to be able to go in there and match up with Alabama. So I think that I think that'll be a great watch up Saturday night and a must watch. Uh, number three Georgia at number two Alabama. No, and I, I agree with you. And Georgia's always struggled. Every time they have an opportunity to win a big game, they for whatever reason they just I I, I don't they let they fall flat. You know, and it's 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 sad to see, but it's been one of those things that has just kind of followed them around traditionally. But another game, and this really. Not necessarily from the game standpoint itself, but Marshall taking on uh, Louisiana Tech. This is the 50th anniversary of the plane crash with Marshall. So, you know, that's got to have some kind of emotional impact on that game as well. Right. And that you're right. I mean, anytime you have to go back and kind of and kind of revisit some of that, it, it, it's painful. Uh, I, I do think Marshall's playing. They, they, they played well this year. And Louisiana Tech, Skip Holtz has done a great job down there at Louisiana Tech. So, I'm with you. I think that's a good matchup and a good and a, and a good game to watch. I, I'm 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 also guys. I'm gonna, or, or, you know Garrett. I'm going to really look forward to uh, to to next week's game as well. Mm-hmm. I mean I'm I'm Baylor. I, I, it's really unfortunate what's happened with the Bears, um, but I'm hoping that obviously going to Texas is it's going to be a tough place to go play. Uh, having to take your team. Uh, take a week off, which they're they're only doing Zoom meetings. Mm-hmm. They're kind of in, you know, they're kind of in house right here, trying to trying to stamp out these COVID issues. But with the Bears having to go play at Texas and probably a hurt, mad Texas team that feels like that they could really be in two situations. They could either be, you know, you know, they they, they could either be in the at the top of the of, of the Big Twelve right now, or right. they could be mid pack. And they got they got really fortunate to beat Texas Tech. You know, I, I thought they should have gone for two last week to try to win that Oklahoma game, but that that's kind of behind us. So you're going to get a mad and 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 pretty much I think focused two and two uh, University of Texas team. So this is a tough. It will be a tough matchup for Baylor next week. So uh, you know, not not many, not much to look at this week from a Big Twelve perspective mm-hmm. when you just think all we've got really is Kansas at West Virginia, but. Looking forward to next week. Looking forward to getting the Bears. And I'm sure Coach Aranda, his staff, is looking forward to getting those players back in the building and, and get this thing turned in the right direction. Oh, no doubt. And we'll, uh, take, we'll step aside right now. We'll come back with some high school football talk in just a moment. You're listening to Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Midway Panthers football presented by Bird Coach and Ford on ESPN Central Texas. It's an open date this week for the Panthers as they get ready for district competition. The Panthers will open up district play on Thursday, October the 22nd, when they take on Mansfield. Our coverage of Panthers football will begin at 6.30 with the pregame, the kickoff, and all the action at 7 o'clock. It's the Panthers in Mansfield, Thursday, October 22nd, on ESPN Central Texas. Now is the best time to let Jeff Hunter Toyota put you in a used vehicle. Right now, choose from hundreds of different makes and different models, all priced to fit, all budgets. Explore your possibilities. Explore new and used vehicles at Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. 
Looking for quality plants at affordable prices? Would you like your yard transformed from an unmaintained pile of weeds to a yard that looks like a beautiful park and increases the value of your property? Barrera's Nursery and Landscape is the place for seasonal plants, shrubs, trees, and perennials, as well as a wide variety of bulk material and landscape rock. Locally owned and operated for over 20 years, Barrera's Nursery and Landscape, open every day, 9 till 5, at 201 Sun Valley Drive in Hewitt, or call them at 254-666-9806. Business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something, then let the pros at Mallory Screen Printing and Embroidery do the job for you. They can customize your logo on t shirts, caps, dress shirts, golf shirts, winter apparel, and more. Stickers for any occasion, banners and signs, large or small. See more at MalloryPrint.com or call 1 800 433 2220. For your next custom screen printing or embroidery, check out their full catalog at MalloryPrint.com. In Commons Bank wishes the Mark Panthers, head coach Kevin Hoffman, and all the Panther fans a successful football season. If you're tired of feeling blocked by your bank, you need In Commons Bank on your team. You'll be met by a handshake and a banker who will help you score that new car or boat or the dream house you've been wanting. Turn what you want or need into a reality. That's what they do best. Good credit, no credit, or something in between. In Commons Bank can help you get what you want. 714 East Texas Avenue in Mark. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the Durable Kubota L Series tractor for as low as $149 a month at WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Star. We have high school football on our airwaves tonight. Robinson matches up with Gatesville this evening. Head coach Robert Rubel on the challenge of facing the Hornets. There's a chance we end up in a shootout. You know, they're pretty good offensively. We feel like we've got some things we can do to them on our offensive side of the ball. So this thing may end up in a, in a track meet. You know, we got to stop. They have a pretty good running back and they got a quarterback that's, that's, that's pretty decent as far as throwing the ball. You can hear the game on 1590 AM and 99.3 FM. Broadcast starts at 7 o'clock. Temple opens district play against Coppers Cove. Broadcast at 7, kickoff at 7.30 on Fox Sports Central Texas. And Ray's Astros ALCS Game 6 on ESPN Central Texas starting at 4.30 this afternoon. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's 1042, 18 away from 11 o'clock. This is game time. You're all access pass to Central Texas sports. Uh, you know, stretch a minute ago, I, I, I had to um, I had to get that uh, that uh, oil filter wrench and and I had to go do a little do a little uh, work a second ago. And so I came back and I said, I said, Garrett, how'd that go? I mean, uh, everything all right? Oh, it was great. We loved it. It was it was perfect. It was, it was outstanding. I said, so I, I wasn't even missed at all. He goes, no, not really. <laughs> that, that, that was not how that played that's out. That's exactly how it that went was down. Not, you know, there was, that's a, I would say that's a bit of a stretch there. I guarantee you that's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> oh, just I, a I, bit. I know Garrett was like, <laughs> stretch brings back in here. We got to get we got to get some things going. So we we tried to stand in a little bit. It's all about looking out for one another. It's all about being a team player. It's all about 
kind of taking, making sure that we're uh, we're getting all our uh, getting all our ducks in a row. And you guys, I'm sure, are trying to get this Astros game. It's to where done, we can. baby. Four thirty this afternoon, right hey, here on ESPN, be, and that's going to be a big game, guys. Oh, that's yeah. a big game. So good for uh, good for you stepping aside there and 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 getting this handled and. Some way Garrett and I figured a way to put uh-huh. our, our mud boots on and muddle through it, so we got it done. <laughs> All right, we've got uh, – let's talk a little high school football, guys. We, we, we mentioned last night uh, that Belton won that game, and congratulations to uh, to the Tigers. Their first win of the season, but more importantly, their first win in district play, and that's that's kind of the, uh, the bottom line here. But we've got a lot of terrific games that are coming up uh, tonight uh, across Central Texas, and uh, the games that we'll have for you, and it will have playoff implications is Robinson and Gatesville and uh, both both of those teams struggling, but uh, it, it will have some playoff implications in in that 4A district. And G- Robinson will be at Gatesville and McCamey Stadium. And again, that will be a 7.30 kick, 7 o'clock broadcast on our sister station, uh, one of our many sister stations. That'll be on Kicker FM, 1590 AM and 99.3 FM. So, Keep that in mind. And then over on Fox Sports Central Texas tonight is Temple, and they'll be taking on Coppers Cove from Bulldog Stadium in, in Coppers Cove. So uh, Ward and Q in the, guy, in the gang will be down for that one. Of course, that is uh, 1330 a.m. and 93.9 FM. So there you go. And then right here, we uh, again, uh, because of the, uh, the Temple game, the uh, Astros are going to move from Fox Sports Central Texas to ESPN central texas and so for the folks down in the temple area that like to listen to the astros that'll be 100.9 fm 1660 a.m and 92.3 fm here in the uh, in the waco area so i think we got all that covered now some other games of, of interest uh, uh guys china spring and, and salado i mean mm-hmm. i'm just well i'm fascinated by this football game because again this this certainly has uh, district championship implications uh when you when you talk about this game it really right. does. And the China Spring offense is so potent. I mean, you could throw it all over the field uh, with Major Bowden, and there's not really any throw that he can't make. And then Emmanuel uh, Abadola, the running back, is he's probably one of the, the best running backs in Central Texas, if not the state. So they're going to be, you know, they, they have such a high-powered offense. But that slot T from Salado, man, if, if they can control the ball, that, that's going to be the key to me. And isn't that, the, isn't that the game Bryce Cherry, who we had on yesterday, he was kind of pointed at that game, Tom. I mean, he, he was enamored with, with, with China Spring a little bit. Yeah, and the other game that he was uh, he was scratching his head about, and, and aren't we all, is McGregor and Lorena. I, this one has Coach Shields and Coach Biles going to hook up, and both uh, veteran coaches, and th- this one's going to be fun. We had uh, Tommy Brashear on the uh, program yesterday afternoon. Uh, yeah, Sometimes the the shows kind of run together. mixed up on yeah. you. <laughs> so I have to ask, did we? Ha- yeah, but Tommy was on yesterday afternoon, and he was just. I asked him point blank and said, "Have you ever been associated with a district in all your years right. of coaching that is this nuts, this crazy, where everybody at this point in the season is within two games of each other? You got several that are with identical records, and, and no clear cut favorite anymore. I mean, you got six, seven really good teams in this league." And really, no clear-cut favorite. You have no clue what's going to happen tonight in this league. You really don't. I, I think it's probably one of the, the funnest districts in the state sure. to keep an eye on. You know, and wouldn't want to coach in it. Would you stretch? But I no, mean, no, no, don't want to coach in it. But I know <laughs> I'm like Garrett, though. I, I mean, I know this. I mean, it sounds like every Friday night 
you you better be ready to play. And that's hey that 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 makes for a fun that makes for a fun time for ESPN hosts to get on here and talk about it. And it makes a, it makes for fun for everybody. Not only are you watching your game, but you know as soon as those young men get out of the shower, they're looking around and see what 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 what, what else is going on in the district. Oh no doubt. And, and I think going back to even like last week when you looked at that McGregor Troy game. I feel so bad for Zach Robachi. This kid put on a show seven touchdowns, over 360 yards rushing on the ground, and you lose by one point. Yep. Now, and Tommy told me something funny yesterday on the show. He said that, you know, obviously they got headsets and all that stuff, and the PA announcer will start announcing scores from around the district, and he says he has to pause. He goes, what did he just say? Right. He, he's just he's shocked by some of these scores that are going on, and he has to get to an assistant or, or one of the players on the sideline to confirm what he just heard. Heard, and he said, "I'm just, I'm just amazed at some of the the games that are being played and some of the scores that are being put up." I think I, I like the fact that I like this McGregor Lorena matchup. Mm-hmm. You know, McGregor uh, Lorena's got four different running backs. They can rotate at any given time to try to you know uh, wear the defense out, and, and it's one of those old rivalries that used to you know be big here in Central Texas. And I like that Lorena's been able to drop down the classification and rekindle that. You know, Clifton's going over to Buffalo, and, and you look up and. We don't talk a whole lot about Buffalo. It's kind of on that fringe. Yeah. But uh, Brandon Houston, the head coach over there, has been uh, he's been at Rockdale as, as an assistant, Lorena as an assistant. He's over in Buffalo now. He's got them undefeated. They're cooking. I mean, they are rolling, and that is another tough league that they're 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 playing in over there. It really is. And Buffalo was really good last year, and you know they made a, they had a little run in the playoffs there, but and they're just building off of that and like you said they're they're one of those fringe teams that we kind of forget about at times but being in that district I mean you got what Lexington Rogers Franklin I mean and then Buffalo sitting right there uh, you know undefeated so they're definitely a, a tough out every time uh they, interesting games uh continuing you you got Thorndale at Buff at uh at uh, Bruce Valetti how about Valley Mills and, and Bosqueville those are neighbors and they like to get together and I know you've had a chance to mm-hmm. talk to Sam Moody and uh, you know, th- so there's a lot of, go- and then down in the six six man ranks, Bottoms at Avalon, Golson's at Aquila, uh, Penelope will visit Coolidge. So you got some really fun games in six man. Now uh, Abbott has the day off, mm-hmm. uh, and then they're back in action next week. So I, one one six man note last night. So Oglesby's li- ready to play Vanguard, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I finally figured. I talked to my, my he's the coach of Oglesby, my longtime friend Chris Villarreal, and uh, so Oglesby's got the lead eight zero. And you know how windy it was last night. Right. The wind knocks a tree down and blows out the transformer, and they lose light. So they're going to have to uh, pick up that game again tonight. But that's going to be one to keep an eye on. And another game from the 6A ranks that I'm intrigued is Harker Heights and Bryan. Now, this is going to be Bryan's first game since September 26th to play as district opener. But uh, Harker Heights, former Harker Heights head coach Ross Rogers, who built that program from scratch, is the coach at Bryan. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have that intriguing matchup as well. And Ross has been around a lot of places mm-hmm. and coached a lot of people. And so uh, that'll be fun. So w- it, it, there's always interesting and intriguing matchups all across uh, Central Texas. And, and that's one of the beauties of high school football. So should be a lot of fun. And then, of course, tonight, stretch at 11 o'clock. 
Uh, and Garrett said he wants you to be the special guest. 11 o'clock tonight, you'll have the Friday Night High School Football Scoreboard Show, and we'll have scores and highlights well, and reach interviews. Out, reach out and call an old boy. I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go up to the Metroplex. I'm going to call the uh, I'm going to call the All Saints Episcopal versus Nolan Catholic game. So, oh, that'd be a good one. Hey, I'll give you I'll give you a little uh, I'll give you a little rundown, Garrett. Hey. Reach out reach out and uh, call an old boy. I want I want some insight on Vincent Page. I, I, I know I'm Catholic. I'll, I will have it tonight. Uh, you know, both of these, both both of those Brockermeyer boys oh, have yeah. committed to, have committed to Alabama. I think that uh, right now it looks like, from a tap standpoint, I, I think All Saints is 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 going to be the team to beat. So it, it it ought to be a heck of a matchup tonight. So there you go. And, and you know, uh, Steve Steve in the gang at uh, Hillsboro. Uh, we'll be headed uh, over to Glen Rose to take on the Tigers. That's always a fun trip to mm-hmm. go over to Tiger Stadium in Glen Rose, and so uh, great. We... That's a you know that's a great that's a great stadium. That's it a really cool is. little really is a cool little town. It I don't is. know if you guys mm-hmm. have spent any time over there, but I'll promise you one thing, Tom Barfield, and make sure Garrett Ross is listening. There's about three places over there you can get a dang good chicken fried steak. I'll promise you. I've been well. I haven't had a chicken fried steak. I, I went to the Storybook Cafe over there and had a sandwich that was pretty good. Oh, of course. And the first thing <laughs> on the menu is the chicken fried steak, and you went right by it and went down and got yep. You got so, him a sauerkraut went, sandwich. I'll guarantee you went down there and got some damn French dip or something. How ridiculous is that? <laughs> so, it's, uh, you know, Steve Hale is uh, second or third year over at Hillsboro. Kind of got them mm-hmm. going good, and and uh, after uh, after spending some time at Hillsboro and. Uh, so that'll be a lot of fun uh, over in Glen. Again, just great football all over Central Texas, and get out and, and see a game and support these uh, young men and support the band and the cheerleaders and drill team and all those folks that are uh, participating in uh, in this uh, in the in athletics. And, and and again, I think every coach and every player and everybody involved will tell you every time we get to play, that's oh, uh, chalk one up for right. us. Oh, yeah. that's exactly right. I mean, so appreciative of, of, of getting the opportunity, fellas, especially in, in, in light of what's going on in, 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 with this virus. I, I think it's amazing that, that some way we have figured out how to kind of get through this thing, how to navigate with what's going on. So it, it's dang exciting to hear High school football, it's exciting to hear college football, some of the matchups that there. And, you know, it's unfortunate that, that you know, we've had the postponement with, with Baylor and Oak State. But mm-hmm. I'm like you, Tom. You, you know what? The fact that we do have some high school football and the fact that it is being played and they are figuring out a way to navigate through this, it, it, it gives you reason for optimism for sure. It's 10.53, 7 away from 11 o'clock. This is game time. You're all access pass to Central Texas Sports, Tom and Stretch and Garrett and Garrett and his French dip sandwich and uh, <laughs> we we daily we can talk about some of the things that Garrett. What the hell was it yesterday? Fry, fried something? Oh, good. the summer Lord sauce. Deep fried summer sauce. Deep fried summer sauce. He, he uh, pulled the deal. Still, still got it. That still gives me a belly. <laughs> hey, he thought of that. He pulls the he pulls the deep fried turkey right out of the out of the grease, yep. and while it's still bubbling. He drops the he drops the that big old log of of uh, of uh, summer, summer sausage right right, then, right he, down in it right and then when he pulls that out then he then then he brings then he brings the over the salad he brings over the salad and just throws the damn salad down. <laughs> hey, I'm not there. touching the salad. I'm not doing that. Uh, no, he's got to go Twinkies. You got to go deep fry Twinkies. Oh yeah, there we go. There so, we go. You can get that. <laughs> Nothing there. wrong with that. Hey Garrett, you won't eat a salad. Are you kidding me? Look, it's a gotta, salad before it's the chicken have, fried steak. No. Those two don't go. Oh, it's got to have romaine lettuce. I'm very picky. Romaine. It's got to have the romaine lettuce. I'm not touching anything else. 
And then what kind of dr- let me ranch. guess ranch? Oh, exactly. God. Oh God! Come on, straight. I'm surprised no, it's some not some. No kind wonder of, you. No wonder your sinuses are a mess. Your I know. Diet. Your diet stinks. <laughs> he he really wants some vinaigrette. I mean, uh, no, I'm to, not touching that either. <laughs> the balsamic vinaigrette. <laughs> uh, Tom Barfield, you're not a balsamic guy. I kind of like it. I do, and and it's good for uh, your diet. A, I think I think if I had to guess though, if if everything was available, if you had everything available on. On the salad bar, and you had the the certain. They, we don't have salad bars anymore, but all the dressings. Tom, are you going? Are you going Thousand Island? Or are you going French? Oh, I'm going French. <laughs> I've never even had French. It just oh, looks you, nasty. Oh, that. Oh, yeah, it's, it's good, man. I'm oh, just telling you, never had French dressing. No. I mean, Do you like mayonnaise? Day. Yeah. Well, no, I like Miracle Whip. Well, oh. I'm telling you, isn't Thousand Island got a ton of mayonnaise in it? I don't of know. course it does. Well, yeah. So. There you go. But it's but it's not white, and so that's why Stretch can eat it. It doesn't have the white. It, it doesn't kind of it doesn't kind of gross me out with a white feel. So yeah, I, I I'll pound down some Thousand Island in a heartbeat. So so just a second ago, he, he Garrett slips me a piece of paper and he says, "Listen, that Heidi Klum show you're talking about no, that was is not. Project Runway." Nope. He goes, "I'm into it as well." So nope. he's a closet Project Runway fan. <laughs> Ten fifty-five. It's five away from eleven o'clock. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas Football Friday. B&M Barbecue in Riesel is a proud supporter of all area sports and academics, including Riesel High School Indian Football. Before the game Friday night, stop by B&M Barbecue for all-you-can-eat catfish. If it's barbecue you want, try their burgers or their brisket, sausage or ribs. Whether it's one of their plates or a sandwich, you can't beat B&M Barbecue, 100 West Frederick Street in Riesel. Go Indians! Dust off your boots, Waco. It's rodeo time. One hot rodeo presented by AIP Energy returns to the Extra Co Coliseum. See the professional bull riders, high-speed team events, mutton busting, barrel racing, and much more on October 10th through 11th and 15th through the 17th. Join us October 18th for a one-hot bullfight. See the rankest bulls compete against some of the best American freestyle bullfighters in the country. Tickets are on sale now. Visit hotfair.com to get yours. TFNB Your Bank for Life supports high school football in Central Texas. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Local officials will offer COVID-19 surge testing in McLennan County through October 30th. 40,000 COVID-19 tests have been allocated for this effort. Testing dates and sites are listed online at covidwaco.com. Save time, pre-registration online, and print your completed registration form. You can print your form at any of the four Waco libraries or three community centers at no charge. Waco Transit will be providing free transit rides to or from testing sites. All sites open 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Free COVID 
COVID-19 testing sites will be located throughout Waco until October 30th at the Waco Convention Center, McLennan Community College, Waco ISD Stadium, and the Syntax Chamber of Commerce. Please log on to covidwaco.com for exact dates of the free COVID-19 testing. You do not have to have symptoms to be tested. It will take just a few minutes for you to receive the easy nasal swab for the COVID-19 testing. Act today. Go to covidwaco.com. Be safe and be sure. For 75 years, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe ranging from half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, bench posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. It's time to save on the powerfully versatile Kubota M7 tractor with up to 168 horsepower, superior loader lift capacity, and operator-friendly controls and comfort. The hard-working M7, built right, built ready. Now, get the Kubota M7 tractor for zero down and 0% APR for 60 months now through October 31st. Call us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with five convenient locations to serve you. Visit us at WCTractor.com. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. Eleven o'clock. Welcome back into game time. You're all access pass to Central Texas Sports. Tom and Stretch and Garrett. We're talking sports with you on this uh, football Friday. A lot of good stuff coming up tonight. And uh, tomorrow's only only one game tomorrow in the Big 12, guys, and that is uh, Kansas visiting West Virginia. So that is the lone game in the league. That is bizarre, isn't it, to have just one game I- in conference play and, heck, one game, period. Yeah, one game, one game that just – that just and, and quite frankly is not a very good game. Mm-hmm. That, I think that's what makes it a little harder to swallow is that it's you know it's not it's not a very good matchup. Kansas it's an early game. Kansas going to Morgantown, so yeah, not a very good matchup for the Big Twelve. And then to make matters worse for Kansas, uh, Les Miles was actually cleared to go, but uh, uh, per Adam Rittenberg, he decided not to travel with the team because of the unknown certainties uh, surrounding the virus. So Josh Urgel is going to step in and be the head coach tomorrow for KU. Yeah, and I saw, and, and, and I don't know if they've, if you guys have seen this or not, but it looks like Saban may be going to the to to the game after all. I I, I wonder how that's going to work. Yeah, I don't see know if about you that. can see if you can. Ch- I know, I know. I mean, see, if, we need to check with some of our sources and see if that's if if that's really an accurate report. But golly, I mean, just testing positive. I'm I'm not sure how. Or I guess they could go back on that. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see how that how this plays out. Well, I, I'm assuming one of the things that they're probably doing is continuing to test. And I, isn't it right, Garrett? And again, I'm I don't know all the, mm-hmm. the particulars, but three negatives will get you back in in into the 
that, into, the, into the fold? That, that is correct. So take three negatives. If, if he tests every day and maybe he has uh, he tests on Saturday morning, uh, then because uh, I think it was like Tuesday when all this when all this broke for, broke the news broke, uh, but he's been asymptomatic, so he's not sick per se. Uh, stretch so yeah, three negatives, and maybe he's he's back in the fold, and, and maybe and maybe so, and good for Alabama if he is. I, I mean, he he is he has put together that program. He's the pillar of that program right now. Certainly, if he can overcome. That situation, that 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 that's a real feel-good story. Whether you're an Alabama fan or not, the fact that he would be on the sidelines for what probably is going to be his biggest game. What what will be Alabama's biggest game of the year? No doubt. All right, uh, tonight uh, in baseball, it'll be the Astros in Tampa Bay, and that is a, a 5:07 first pitch. We'll have the broadcast here on ESPN. We move it to, to ESPN because Fox Sports will be carrying the uh, Temple game. Way to work, Tom Barfield no, and Gary a, Moss. Yeah. Way to get it switched around there. Good I job, mean, man. I'm telling you, you you you, you got to get the, you got to get it up on that lift, you know, and you got to get that hydraulic lift going. And <laughs> You're so full uh, there's some, there's some things you got to get done. It's just not an easy what. deal. I, I you know what? I Garrett, got one of those red rags in my back pocket right now. Garrett, let me tell you this right now. Uh, I don't know that I've ever met a better guy who can t- who can turn a two pound sea guppy into a great white shark. <laughs> Just in a matter of minutes. That's I what mean, it's all about. It. <laughs> Dodgers and the Braves coming up tonight as well. That is a uh, that is a eight o'clock first pitch, uh, and that's going to be on FS1 tonight. So uh, there you go. But guys, yesterday, I mean, be honest. Did you think the Astros had enough in the tank to get it done yesterday? I, you know, I did. I, I came out on the show and I thought, you know what, the, these bats are going to wake up and they're going to they're they're going to go out and, and bash out about eight, nine, ten runs. And boy, was I right. <laughs> yeah, they, you, you, they had six hits, but they made them count. <laughs> well, well, let me tell you this. Oh, you know what O'Stretch is going to do? He's going to take the weatherman prediction, and he's going to call for it again. I'm calling for the Astros <laughs> to bring out the big bat. And you know what? At some point, I'm going to be right, and I'm going to say, see, I told you it was going to rain. No, the Astros, I'm going I'm going to the Astros big. I think they're going to, I think they're going to come out tonight and play, play long ball with them, just bash it all around the yard. You're going to pick 11-run first inning, aren't you? I'm going to. Well, I don't know about that, but I, I might settle for five. Might settle for a smooth running handful. Well, we'll see how the Rays uh, respond. I mean, who has the pressure right now? You, the team that's that's still in a must win, or the team that uh, that's just reeled off two straight losses? We got to think it's Houston. I mean, I you, you know I saw where somebody was heckling them yesterday at Petco with a you know had a had a bullhorn out there heckling them as they walk <laughs> in I, I mean that you know that's golly that's hard to that, that's, that's hard hardcore. to deal with on a day in day out basis you don't even have fans in the field uh, at the field but you got some village idiot out there with a bullhorn you know trying to give you his opinion well I mean shut your pie hole and just go watch the game let it go they're not they're not doing it anymore it, it they've cleaned that front office out i'm just like hey let, let's 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 move on with it, it that, that's but old they're news they're not going what, to yeah, that's but it's wishful old news, thinking guys. it's old news it may that, be old news but that's wishful thinking and they better be darn glad that they didn't play in front of fans because it would have been, you know, they would have been abused. It would have been ten a, times yeah, as worse. Yeah, I agree with you. No it, would have been, it would have been worse. But, again, let, let, they're, they're not doing it now. And and so, and I guess I, I look at Dusty Baker, too. I mean, I'm a fan of Dusty Baker. I, I, mm-hmm. I met him probably about 15 years ago. Great guy. 
you know, and, and, and you become fans of people when you kind of meet them and you, you kind of see what kind of person right. they really are. So not only because, uh, obviously, of, you know, you know my, I, mean, I mentioned this multiple times, my girlfriend, my hope, hopefully soon-to-be mother-in-law, root, rooting, they, they kind of shrouded me in this Astros, with this Astros stuff, and I'm rooting on them. But also, I, I like Dusty Baker and the fact that it's a Texas team. I mean, I'm a Texas guy, and – uh, yeah, I wanted the Rangers to do something, but boy, do they stink! And we'll t- we'll leave that for another day. But I'm gonna champion the Astros right now and hope they go out tonight and put on or this afternoon. But just just put up about six spot in the first inning. I'd feel good about that. Wow, Garrett, he's a big fan of cheaters. Mm. Wow. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Not mm. the TV show if that's what you're talking <laughs> about. That goofy TV show. I know where this is oh, going. Oh boy. It then were were we surprised that the Dodgers? I mean, and I know that the, they're giving Kershaw fits, and he's eleven and twelve or whatever it is, and in in in, uh, in postseason starts and all of that. But you know what? When you go out and you collect a whopping three hits, uh, unless they're three home runs, you don't have a chance. I mean, yeah, yeah, let's no, be honest. I, I made that point earlier, and you shot me right down, and you're right in what you said. I mean, it, it wouldn't matter who they pitched; they weren't they weren't going to win. Getting, getting three hits. I mean, this is a team that I go all the way back when we had, a, you know, guests on starting the playoffs and everybody said the Dodgers. The Do- I mean, literally everybody from, mm-hmm. you know, everybody that right. we had, MLB and the Dodgers, the Dodgers. Boy, is it going to be disappointed if, if, if they get beat out. And you have to wonder, then do they go after the manager? I mean, somebody's going to have to take the fall for this if they don't, if they don't get to the World Series. So they don't get a pass because it was just a 60-game schedule and we've got the pandemic and all of that stuff. And, and you know, the other aspect of this is you're on Kershaw. Everybody's on Kershaw. But how about giving credit where credit is due? Bryce Wilson, the young Bryce Wilson with mom and dad in the stands, he pitched his tail off. Six innings, one hit, one run. It was a solo mm-hmm. homer, but six innings and one hit baseball in in, in, in a – in a championship series, yeah. how about that? How yeah, about yeah. let's let's talk about the guy that did well, and that's Bryce Wilson. Yeah, he did. You, and and you make that's, that's a great point. I mean, we we kind of we kind of we, we we tend to talk a little bit about the ones that fall short, and talk not very much about the ones who step up. But he did step up, and make a and and pitch his butt off yesterday. Yeah, they, I mean, they, he was just outstanding. He just was dealing. So, anyway, so now you got the, you got the Braves leading the Dodgers 3-1, to one, and we know where the pressure lies mm-hmm. in tonight's game. And then you got the Rays still leading the Astros three games to two. So, uh, there you go. I love it. I mean, I absolutely love it. I wish The only thing I wish they'd do is they'd skip Fridays. Right. <laughs> just skip Fridays. That's high school football night. Well, do they know not what? know was, that? Yeah, yeah. You know what? And I was thinking about that when, when Garrett and I were talking about college football because there's really two good matchups tonight, yeah. SMU mm-hmm. and Tulane and then Houston and BYU. And that hasn't that always been saved for uh, anything except Friday night because Friday night is high school football night. It, it's – it's uh, yeah, I, 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 and I know, guys, 2020 has been – different than ever but boy you'd like to see him stay away from friday i i'm I'm 100 percent with you there tom but when television started writing checks Mm -hmm. you started seeing this i mean you saw this 10 15 years ago i remember several years ago 12 30 i don't know we'd have to go back and look but baylor went on the road to and played connecticut on the road on a friday night they i mean they did i mean 
But it drives me nuts, especially when there's Texas schools involved. You just mentioned Houston, and, and you mentioned SMU. Those Texas, those coaches, they know what football in Texas is all about and what high school football. But I guess the the money is there, so they have to play when TV wants them to play. Well, especially this year when when a lot of schools have already lost revenue. I mean, you got to make up for it somehow. So yeah. you know that's the only way you can do it. So, I, but I'm like Stretch. I think I think Friday night belongs to. To high, to high school football, Saturday belongs to college football, and Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday belongs to the NFL. And your sewing show, whatever stinking day that comes on. Project Runway. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> oh, Project Waste of Time. So, all right, so 10 minutes after 11 o'clock, this is game time. You're all access pass to Central Texas Sports. We, uh, we're going to get back into some football. We're going we're gonna to go around the NFL. We're going to talk a little bit more about the Colts situation. There's several of them stretched that, you know, they got one here, two there. And, and when that happens, you got to close it down and shut it down. And you just wonder how the Sunday uh, Sunday schedules, how they're going to be affected. We'll, uh, we'll talk about it next here on ESPN Central Texas. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly sunny skies today. It's going to be a cooler day. Highs top out at 72 degrees. Clear skies tonight for high school football. Kickoff temperatures hovering in the mid-60s. Then overnight with clear skies, we will drop to a very cool 48 by early Saturday morning. On Saturday, it'll be mostly sunny. It's going to be warmer, 79 and mostly sunny. Very warm, especially for this time of the year on Sunday and a high of 86 Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.30 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Local officials will offer COVID-19 surge testing in McLennan County through October 30th. 40,000 COVID-19 tests have been allocated for this effort. Testing dates and sites are listed online at covidwaco.com. Save time, pre-registration online, and print your completed registration form. You can print your form at any of the four Waco libraries or three community centers at no charge. Waco Transit will be providing free transit rides to or from testing sites. All sites open 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Free covid COVID-19 testing sites will be located throughout Waco until October 30th at the Waco Convention Center, McLennan Community College, Waco ISD Stadium, and the Syntax Chamber of Commerce. Please log on to covidwaco.com for exact dates of the free COVID-19 testing. You do not have to have symptoms to be tested. It will take just a few minutes for you to receive the easy nasal swab for the COVID-19 testing. Act today. Go to covidwaco.com. Be safe and be sure. Today's job market is full of demand for skilled trade workers. Electricians, welders, mechanics, these and other trades are the backbone of every community. They're also a huge part in making sure the Army National Guard is always fulfilling its mission of service to our country and communities. Soldiers train to keep the power flowing, engines running, and supplies moving. The skilled trades these soldiers perform are the same ones needed in today's civilian workforce. Army National Guard soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. With options from plumber to helicopter mechanic and everything in between, soldiers are able to select the trades that best fit their lives. 
Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you too can learn a trade profession and serve your community and country by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hey, have you thought about buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? Well, it's Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years, and they are ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score, and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, to make sure you know what to look for in selecting that perfect home for you and your family, call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at NW. Waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco is currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so that you can access our programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. It's Ram Power Days at Cameron Autoplex in Cameron, Texas. The 2021 models will be arriving soon. And we still have a great selection of 2020 ramps to choose from. Hurry in and save $10,000 off MSRP on a fully loaded Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab. Plus, competitive pickup owners getting an additional $1,000 off. Well, how about $6,000 off that new diesel to pull that new RV or boat? Ram Power Days won't last much longer. So make that short drive and see why everyone says it's always cheaper and friendlier in Cameron. Eleven fifteen from ESPN Central Texas. This is game time with Tom. It's Dretch and Garrett. We're glad you're with us. Hey, if you uh, you want to jump in and be a part of this thing, it's easy. Phone line is 662-1660. or you can hit us up on the CNC Collision Center text line at two five four six six two sixteen sixty. That way, your boss doesn't know that uh, that you're not working. That you're that you're uh, hanging out with us. So we'd appreciate that. Two five four six six two sixteen sixty. The uh, CNC Collision Center text line. Got uh, some NFL conversations. Uh, so, Stretch, what do you think? Obviously, the uh, the Falcons have been cleared, so they're good to go on Sunday. But now we're talking about the Indianapolis Colts. This late in the week, can they get that thing cleaned up and cleared up and, and figured out in, in time to safely play the game on Sunday? Uh, they're saying that they can, Tom. They're saying that right now it's still on the schedule. I, I, I question that w- with this late. Now, they only had one. I think it was one test that that came back positive. Now, are, does that mean that they they're worried that that was a uh, a false negative? I, I I don't know. I know that uh, right now, what I'm reading, it's it's it looks like Cincinnati at Indy will be a noon kickoff on Sunday, Lucas Oil Stadium. So they're going to try to press forward with that. Uh, you know, Houston at Tennessee. I think I, I think that's going to be an interesting matchup. Now, Romeo Cornell is kind of taking over for Bill O'Brien. He's got that team to where they, they played pretty well last week mm-hmm. going into Tennessee and facing a familiar foe in Vrabel, who, who was the defensive coordinator at Houston. So these two teams are going to know each other pretty well. That's kind of the early matchup. You know, these early matchups, that's the other one that I'm looking at. Uh, and then, guys, how about – how about Matt Rule, who's just quietly yep. getting it done in Carolina? And and, and they uh, they host the Bears, so we didn't think the Bears were really going to do much. They've all of a sudden, with Nick Foles at quarterback, have kind of changed their, their their course a little bit. 
and and the way Bridgewater's playing, this is going to be a good matchup. So those are the kind of the two early matchups, and then Cleveland Pittsburgh. That that's that that's that's something that OBJ. They're saying he has not tested, he has not tested positive, but is still dealing with some illness issues mm-hmm. there. So one of Baker Mayfield's big weapons uh, going into play at Pittsburgh will not be there. Uh, it doesn't look like he'll be there Sunday unless he. Uh, you know, unless he makes a, a a pretty good turnaround here in 24 hours, I, I just I, I swear there's got to be something wrong with my headphones. I thought I thought you said that you liked this Texans Titans game. Do they even have a chance in this I, I, football I, absolutely game? Absolutely no. Your, your headphones. There's nothing wrong with your headphones. But I do think Houston play. Houston is loaded offensively, guys. They 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 can score on you. Tennessee's Tennessee's going to be that the, the deep. His you know. Vrabel's defense, that's what they pride that football team on. I think it's a good matchup because, you know, Tennessee's not going to run you out of the building offensively. And with what uh, Watson can do with with the receiving core that even even minus D-Hop still has some deep potential – yeah, I do think that's a matchup to watch for Sunday afternoon. All right. I was just just curious. I was – I was jotting down some notes. Uh, well, that, stretch said, said stretch said, yeah, and then I got yeah, there no, and I about no. broke the lead of my pencil when you yeah. said that. So yeah, I'm not I'm not sleeping. And then I think you know I think the late matchup, the afternoon, the you know the the primetime game, Green Bay at Tampa, mm-hmm. is going to be a heck of a game too. I mean, two quarterbacks that we know what they're all about. I think I think that that, that that's going to be a good matchup. And 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 fellas, both Monday night games. Well, actually, it's going to be a Monday early. Four o'clock start. Kansas City at Buffalo. I think it's going to be a heck of a game, and then the Cowboys and the Cardinals. We know what uh, what Vander Esch possibly coming back. We know that the Cowboys are going to have to do much better defensively uh, to have a chance to stop that offense. You you mentioned the uh, the early Monday game. That that is an intriguing football game when 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 you got the Bills coming off their first loss, Kansas City having to travel, and uh, yeah, I mean Kansas City coming off their first loss. Yeah, too, that's right? exactly right. Yeah, right. so they're coming off that, that their first loss, and uh, that should be fun. I mean, yeah, I, I, sign, and signing Le'Veon Bell. I mean, I wonder how long it's going to take take before mm-hmm. uh, Andy Reid really feels comfortable getting him in the offense. And, and, and getting him accustomed to what they're doing. I, you, you certainly think a veteran running back like Le'Veon Bell having signed with the Chiefs that he can go in there and they can give him, you know, a handful uh, of plays, a handful of formations, maybe some motions, and maybe try to get him in the mix. Now, what I like about signing him is that gives you a one-two punch with Clyde Edwards-Alaire and and uh, Le'Veon Bell at Kansas City. I think uh, we talked about this yesterday. I, I, you know, having been in the NFL and having been around some of these free agent situations, when the money number one's money, don't ever don't ever forget that. I used to laugh all the time. People would say, "Well, maybe they'll give you a hometown discount." You never get a hometown discount. Number one is money, but number two, if the money's the same, they always tend to lean to the team that they think can win so that then they can, you know, they can be able to collect on some of those playoff bonuses. And that's really what when, – when Garrett and I were talking – well, Tom, you too. I mean, when we were talking about where Le'Veon Bell might go, I uh-huh. think Garrett had an opinion that maybe he might go to either Miami Buffalo. or Buffalo. I thought, yeah, he, he's going to go to Kansas City because that's the best chance 
and that's the best path that I'm that that he saw to win. So it'll be interesting to see if they can give him if Andy Reid and and Eric Bieniemy can get him a handful of plays and get him you know somewhat adjusted to what they want to do offensively. But Le'Veon Bell guys is still I think a heck of a running back, and that's a great signing for the Chiefs. And I mean I guess at this point in his career, I mean he's he's been accomplished in as far as having success on the field. So. I guess ultimately now it is about that championship. So the the Chiefs were obviously giving him the best opportunity for that. Correct. And that and 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 again when you when the money's the same that that that's number one. Let's never get away from that. But when the money's the same, then then, then they usually try. You know, and the agents have a lot to do with that. But a good signing for the for the Chiefs to get Le'Veon Bell, and then the Sunday night matchup, Rams and Forty ers Boy, I mean. Jimmy Garoppolo has he he is hit with a thud, so I'm not sure what's going on at, at San Francisco. Uh, the Rams are still playing good football, so I, I think the Sunday evening matchup could be you know could could be somewhat of a good watch and and, and a good matchup. And with, with uh, one of these teams is going to have to keep try to keep pace with Seattle and what's going on in the West. So uh, a good matchup Sunday night for NBC. Uh, we got another game here that's going to be postponed on the college level. Southern Miss at UTEP is going to be postponed because of COVID issues uh, within the Southern Miss program. Wow. That's the 31st postponement or cancellation for COVID reasons this season. And how many games that, that is that six? Is that six That's or so? six now, Stretch? Six, yeah, six games that are going to be postponed this weekend. And we, don't, we, we still are not even dealing with the mm-hmm. two Power Five conferences. So. Man, let's 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 try to stay positive and try to get on to the games that they're playing. But that's a, that that's certainly that, that 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 doesn't bode well for uh you know for scheduling and for getting a number of games in and for trying to get these guys to the number of games where you know we can get it to a college football playoff. It's twenty three after eleven. Do you remember? And I would, I don't know what made me think about this. We were talking about free agency right. and running backs and veteran running backs. Do you remember stretched your in? When you had those, when you had those running backs, that would that would, for example, the Cowboys, they had Tony Dorsett, he was their guy, but they also had like Preston Pearson. They brought him in through free agency, uh, or not, not necessarily through a trade. Actually, They're, I don't think they had free agency back in those days. But they through a trade. But his his primary job as a running back was on third down. He was a third down receiving running back. That doesn't really exist anymore, does it? Well, it, you know what? It, 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 it's they don't get the ball that much anymore like they used to because you've got you know you've got so many guys trying to press the ball down the field. I mean, when I was with the Cowboys, you know, we had obviously we had Emmett, but then we had you know we also had a Chris Warren, or we had mm-hmm. you know we had Sherman, uh, Kip Alabama. Uh, uh, God dang, I can't. Anyway, he he would he we had we always had some guys that could come in and spell, you know, Emmett. Yeah. But guys, the way the salary cap is lined up, you only got so many dollars. And the reason that Kansas City was able to get Le'Veon is because uh, Clyde edwards alaire is under a you know is under that four year window is under that rookie contract. He, he, so there's you you have to balance and manage the salary cap and that's the reason I think Tom that you're not seeing kind of that kind of that marquee guy that's in there with your uh, you know with your with your number one that's why I like that signing with Kansas City but I mean you're exactly right I mean used to you would see guys that you know teams would carry that 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 second running back who 
you know, you were you, you knew who he was when he entered the game. I mean, some of these guys that entered the game now, you're like, who? Yeah, who you knew that? you knew who 26 was when Correct. when he came when he came on the field for the Cowboys in the in the Stallback days. All right, let's go to the phone six six two sixteen sixty. Let's say hi to Joe. Joe, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, fellas. Uh, love the show. Just got a got a couple of topics I was going to hit on. Y'all are talking about Le'Veon Bell, talking about going from. Uh, a dud to, to something something great as far as teams go. I mean, that was going from the Jets to the Chiefs, that's that's night and day. That's going to be a huge difference. He's not going to know what to do with himself. <laughs> so uh, kudos to him for getting that done. But uh, my big thing is obviously this week it's it's kind of kind of a little depressing because my high school game got canceled because I'm a big La Vega guy. Uh, we got the forfeit from Brownwood, and then of course Baylor's canceled <laughs> or uh, postponed. So I'm just I'm kind of up in the air a little bit, but with with all that being said, uh, going on to the college stuff, how do you think the Big Ten and the Pac-12 are looking like? I mean, because they haven't even started anything yet, and we're starting to see all this trickle down effect with all of the the schools that did start. They're having to come back and, and reschedule and move and adjust schedules, where the Pac-12. Pac-12 and the, and the Big Ten, they don't have any room for error. I mean, they've got to go flawless through that, and I just don't see that happening. I, I really feel like the NCAA is going to have to move something back. It's, it's just kind of the way nature of the beast from what it looks like right now. But, hey, thanks for taking my call. Phil. Joe, thanks. I appreciate it. I, guys, I don't see – I don't see the NCAA stepping in and telling the the Power Five guys that you're going to move it back. I, I just see them telling uh, – you're telling the Pac-10 – or the Pac-12 rather than the Big Ten, you're going to play that limited schedule, and that's about what you're going to get done. I mean – Yeah, I but if – and I, I think what he's saying, though, Tom, and, 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 and let's think about this, is if they – Let's say they play those two or three games, and then they have those setbacks. Mm-hmm. So now, what was what was supposed to be a seven-game schedule uh, turns into a five-game schedule. Now, how are you going to? And 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 this is the. I, I think this is the. And and I don't want to be reading into Joe's mind, but this would be the issue: is if you have, let's say, you have an eight or a nine-game SEC team. And you have a five. Let's just say, for instance, it's Alabama, and you have a five-win Ohio State team. Are you going to justify and be able to justify putting a five-win Ohio State team in a college football playoff when they're starting this late? And you know, there you we know that there's going to. We've seen it. We've seen it with high schools. We've seen it with colleges. They're going to have some setbacks. So how many games when? You know, how many games is realistically do you think they can play? And we don't know that. It's uncharted water. But if they only play five, I mean, would you feel good if you were on the college playoff committee to say, okay, well, let's let's give Ohio State that pass even though they're 5-0 and oh to, to, to play in the in the college football playoff? First of all, I wouldn't put them in there anyway, but that's, that's irregardless. But they've got to determine, and I'm sure they've had these conversations where they've said, okay, we've got to have a minimum of X. You know those – they have had these conversations. They've got a number in mind. Now, whether they ever release that information publicly, who knows, Stretch? You know how they are. Uh, but they've got to have a – there's got to be a minimum number for you to be in consideration for for the uh, for the, uh, the right. playoff. So, right. So here's my question, and not, not being argumentative at all, but if there is – who sets that minimum number? 
Who's going to set that? And and that I think that's what the caller was saying. The NCAA is going to have to – somebody's going to have to step right. in and say, hey, look, here's the parameters for what we're going to do. Here are the boundaries for what we're going to do. So, so Big Ten, if you only get five games in, you're not going to have a team in the college football playoff or whatever that number is. And I think you, you understand what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not trying to make my – I'm not trying to make the, the, the damn debate team here. I'm just trying to say that I do think with them starting so late, that, yes, they're only going to get X amount of chances, and if they have the same setbacks that we're having in Texas high school football, that we're having in college football, that absolutely I think it could be an issue with how many games they could get played under the current form or under the the current timeline for when they want to play the college football playoff. I get it. But, I mean, you, you come to a point to where you have X amount of uh, dates. If you don't qualify enough games, you don't qualify enough games. I, I don't think that's the case. So I, what I feel is I think a team like Ohio State w- will get the pass simply because it is Ohio State. And, honestly, in college football and, the, and, and these playoff games and these bowl games, it's really about revenue. It's about how much money, how many fans are you going to bring to the game. And that might not be the case this year with limited fans, but I think you can have – your Ohio State's and maybe Penn State will get a pass over somebody like Illinois. Michigan. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. And, exactly. and, and I hear you. That, that you're, you're exactly right. They're, those teams are going to travel well and, 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 and represent well yep. in a bowl game. So that, that, that now we're talking money and, 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 guys, we could open a whole bag of worms here. But I, I'm still saying, going back to Joe the caller, w- when he said somebody is going to have to s- step in and, and build some parameters about – you know, or, uh, about how many games you need to play in order to be eligible to, yeah. to, to get into college football playoff. And that playoff committee. And shame for- on those guys <laughs> for starting so late, Tom. That's what I'm saying. Well, that, 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 you know, I, I exactly. And the, you know that they're thinking, what have we done here? We probably should have stayed shut down, but now it's too late. Yep. They're going to get started. And if they have to close it down, they have to close it down. But, I mean, we're this is this is 2020. All bets are off. You just gotta kind of figure it out as you go. But I gotta believe that the selection committee in in that organization has figured out what what the what the parameters are for a minimum number of games to qualify for for the playoff. No, and I'm I'm not I'm not giving you any any. I mean, I'm not going to absolutely argue in any way. I'm going to say this: that shame on. The Pac-12 and shame on the Big Ten for stepping out and saying, "Hey, we're shutting this thing down." I think I think both of those I think both of those schools are wrong. And even though we've had some hiccups with college football, I think they are proven that they can play and they can do it in a safe manner. That's the point I'm making. And I thought and I'm on the total opposite spectrum. I think they made the right decision in the first place to shut it down, and it's going to come back and bite them in the end for coming back to play now because you're going to have outbreaks. Uh, there's no question you're gonna have outbreaks, but are, are are you saying that we shouldn't be playing college football right now? That the that's SM- my opinion. You should be yeah, playing I, football. I, yeah, I, I I think that's wrong. I think you you're if you shut down college football, you might as well be shutting down college athletics because the money that you're going to, that you're going to see disappear. I don't know that you could ever recover from that. Yeah. Eleven thirty-two. This is ESPN Central Texas. We're going to step aside, and we're coming back with more of the program in a moment. Hi. Hi. 
It's the high school football pick'em contest on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Whataburger. Each week, go to CentexSportsFan.com to vote for 10 selected games throughout the Central Texas area, with the winner receiving a Whataburger gift certificate. Are you craving a Dr. Pepper and wanting the creamy satisfaction of a Whataburger shake? Now you can have the best of both worlds with Whataburger's Dr. Pepper shake. Treat yourself to one while you can. The Dr. Pepper shake is only at Whataburger for a limited time. It's the high school football pick'em contest brought to you by Whataburger on ESPN Central Texas. Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you've been missing, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and events for all interests. Members are raving about the wide open spaces and comfortable atmosphere. Contact April or Stephanie at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home today. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Hey, it's Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show, Stephen Simcox. Dr. Tyler Cooper, Dallas's own Cooper Clinic, says your health is your responsibility. Control what you can control to live a better life. One thing everyone can control is what we put in our bodies. Most of us don't get the proper amounts of vitamins, minerals we need from food alone. Supplements help round out our diet to ensure our bodies get what they need for better health. Whether it's comprehensive multivitamin, like Basic One Multivitamin, Advanced Omega-3 for heart and brain health, or melatonin to help you sleep better, Cooper Complete Nutrition supplements has what your body needs cooper complete has a special offer just for listeners to the matt mosley show buy any two bottles of cooper complete vitamins or supplements and get one bottle free just use coopercomplete.com the coupon code espn 2020 that's three bottles of cooper complete vitamins and supplements for the price of two when you use the coupon code espn 2020 at coopercomplete.com live longer live better with cooper complete nutritional supplements ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the durable Kubota L Series tractor for as low as $149 a month at WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Star. We have high school football on our airwaves tonight. Robinson matches up with Gatesville this evening. Head coach Robert Rubel on the challenge of facing the Hornets. There's a chance we end up in a shootout. You know, they're pretty good offensively. We feel like we've got some things we can do to them on our offensive side of the ball. So this thing may end up in a, in a track meet. You know, we got to stop. They have a pretty good running back and they got a quarterback that's, that's, that's pretty decent as far as throwing the ball. You can hear the game on 1590 AM and 99.3 FM. Broadcast starts at 7 o'clock. Temple opens district play against Coppers Cove. Broadcast at 7. Kickoff at 7.30 on Fox Sports Central Texas. And Ray's Astros ALCS Game 6 on ESPN Central Texas starting at 4 30 this afternoon sports center every 20 minutes only on espn central texas
All right, 1136, 24 away from 12 o'clock. Uh, good news, I'm assuming, for the Indianapolis Colts. Is that right, guys? Uh, go ahead, Garrett. I know I know. it looks like uh, I shipped that up to Garrett. Let's see Let's see if you, what you're thinking, Garrett. Yeah, so, <clears throat> so the Colts right here, have. they say all four tests were false positives, and the Bengals game is on. I, this is a thing. Me and uh, Tom, me and you were just talking about this. Is how do you that the issue is these false positives, these false negatives, and you can't control that. I mean, you don't know with these automatic rapid tests what's going to get back. And I think that's what impacted Baylor was you had a false negative turn up, and that's put them in the situation they are right at now. least in their tracing. That's where they, they they believe that it was a uh, false that it was a false negative. So and, and you can't control that. You, you only thing no. you can control is, is stretch and Garrett is how you handle your business and and you know and I know it's tough to say but you got to be careful w- what situation you put mm-hmm. yourself in when you're away from your teammates you know uh, Saturday night after the uh, after the big win or whatever whatever the case may be you just and, and and again we're talking about students and we're talking about kids and you know and and class and all that there's so much I mean away from the the football facility uh stretch that it's hard to control that yeah and 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 i like what that, that that's kind of why what was hoping you know was wanting garrett to read that is that you know initially it's it's the what what is the response when you get that if you get that you know you get that positive or false negative or false positive how how, how are you going to navigate through that i that that becomes the maddening issue for mm-hmm, me, mm-hmm. and then you and then you enter into it, the guys that are asymptomatic, they're not feeling anything. So I I it it it's so, to me this is one of those situations where we just can't get any real clarity. But I go to what you're saying, Tom. It's about how you handle your business, and certainly. I'm not one of those guys that likes to come over and say, you know what, Tom Barfield, you need to mow your backyard a little different than you mow it. You need to you need to weed eat over here. You need to do this. You need no. You got to handle your own business in your own backyard, and you got to you know we got to try to do the best we can to get through you know to get through this. The thing that I that I don't, scares me too, guys, is it's a virus and it's it's changing all the time. I mean, it changes all the time. So. I'm a, I'm I'm one of those guys that just I feel like every day I come on this show and I just kind of shrug my shoulders with not having the answer. I, you know, I'm a college educated guy. I feel like I can read, find out an answer, but wh- wh- where do you go to in this situation? It's just uh, it, it's maddening to 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 think how Holy. the damage that this thing has really caused. So right now breaking uh from Michael Giagardi, the Patriots have canceled practice today after another positive test. So and that so so now uh, Denver at New England you got to think again guys now with a positive test there do they kick that game to Tuesday to I don't know I mean that you see what I'm saying yep. though I mean there's so there's so many because uh, you so know they got to shut the facility down right now yep correct they got to figure it out right now how long does it take to figure that out and then how many you said a positive test could it be more than one positive right. test you don't know until you test so. 
Do you tell Denver, don't get on the plane yet, big boy? Or, I mean, well, here we go. You would have to. Yeah, I, yeah you would have to. You don't want them sitting in a hotel over here uh, in in uh, Boston for three or four days. Lovely so. Providence, Rhode Island. Oh, the oh. only thing you're going to get up there is a, you can't get a good lobster. And let me guess, Garrett, you don't eat lobster. Oh, I love lobster. All right, oh. let, let me give you a stat. Here's the stat of the day that I want to pass along to you. This is the stat of the day. A year ago, through five games, the Cowboy defense was giving up 18 points a game. Through five games this year, the Cowboys' defense is giving up 36 points a game. Mm-hmm. How many teams are in the NFL? 32. That's correct. Okay. Their defense ranks 32nd in scoring. Oh. So, yeah, let me tell you. Here, here, so, Garrett here, can go play the, quarterback, and it doesn't really make a damn. Here's the, here's the brief ray of light that I'll give you. is If Van Der Esch can play Monday – I think you're going to see a much better front seven or front six in nickel situations. <laughs> got it. You, you got to hope that he can come back and at least shore up the middle of that defense. Here's another little, and I'm going to make it. This is just going to be a flicker. Is if a woozier uh, can come back and be one of the corners, maybe just maybe they can at least look and line up like they were wanting to line up going into going into training camp. So that's the flicker of light. Do I think they're going to have any chance to shut down Kyler Murray, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk? No, they're not going to match up with those guys. So, you know, the Monday night game is going to become now a battle of can Andy Dalton step in for Dak can he run the offense? Is, are they going to be able to run the football? Now Chandler Jones is out for Arizona. So are they going to be able to run the football and do some things offensively uh, that are going to get them to what, what's going to feel like they're going to have to score 35 or 36 points? Because with those stats you just gave me, Tom, it, sound, it sounds awfully eerie that the Arizona Cardinals are going to come in here and put 35 to 38 on the board. You know what's interesting, and sometimes numbers can be a little misleading because we all know the back end of the Cowboys is horrendous, but they're giving up a little over 400 yards a game, which is about 27th in the league. So there's a couple of teams that are getting, that's giving up more, but they're actually worse statistically against the run than they are against the pass. Well, I, and we've talked about this on the show. I, I does that surprise me? Not really. I mean, they they have not taken what Mike Nolan has done with this defense, which is try to move it to more of a 3-4 defense instead of a 4-3 defense. They have not set the edge, and they have absolutely been lit up from a leverage perspective from people running the football. And that started week one when the Rams just pretty much did what they wanted to do running the football. It and that's that was kind of my point is <laughs> you don't have to throw when you can average nine yards a snap mm-hmm. on the ground. Right, but but then you get into are guys going to be patient enough to just say, I mean, you know, it, it, you're, you got to remember one thing about NFL coaches. They're all wanting to be the guy. So, you know what, you got all, I hear it all the time after I made the comment a few weeks ago, there are a lack of candidates to be the head coach. Well, there's a bunch of offensive coordinators, though, who want to be no- noticed. There's a bunch of defensive coordinators who want to be noticed. Is nine, is nine yards a run if you're the offensive coordinator, is that cute enough to get you a head coaching job? Probably not. 
they're going to they're going to want the scoreboard lit up and that's that's what it comes down to it comes down to those guys who who Tom just won't be they're not going to be patient enough to take that 6-yard run that 7-yard run that 7-yard run that 6-yard they're not doing it they 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 want that 25-yard pass that looks cute they want that route combination that looks cute they want that ability to push the ball down the field cuz that's what lights the scoreboard up and that's what gains attention well, they're they're giving up right at 155, 156 yards on the ground per per contest. Man, that is a lot of yards. Anyway, uh, 404 for the game. So 404 for the game and 36 points for the game. Uh, boy, that makes you feel really good going into uh, into the game against Arizona. That'll, that'll get you right where you're at. The top <laughs> of the division in the NFC East. Uh, 1145, 15 before noon. This is game time. Your all-access pass to Central Texas sports. It's a football Friday edition of the program, and we've got more straight ahead here on ESPN Central Texas. Following an open date, Coach Dave Aranda meets up with his former roommate Tom Herman as the Bears travel to Austin to take on the Longhorns. Again this season, tune in to hear J.J. Joe, Ricky Thompson, and the State of Texas Coach Sportscaster of the Year, John Morris, for all the play-by-play of Baylor Big 12 football. Right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Looking for quality plants at affordable prices? Would you like your yard transformed from an unmaintained pile of weeds to a yard that looks like a beautiful park and increases the value of your property? Barrera's Nursery and Landscape is the place for seasonal plants, shrubs, trees, and perennials, as well as a wide variety of bulk material and landscape rock. Locally owned and operated for over 20 years, Barrera's Nursery and Landscape, open every day, 9 till 5, at 201 Sun Valley Drive in Hewitt, or call them at 254-666-9806. Hey, Central Texas, this is Julio Castillo, owner and operator of Jack Roofing and Exteriors. Let's talk Roofing for Dummies 101. First, you want to breathe. Second, you want to seal. And third, you want to defend. Today, we're going to talk about the breathing component of your roofing system. You want your roofing system to breathe properly for balanced ventilation. For more information, check us out online at jacroofs.com or call us directly at 254-732-2872. Here at Jack Roofing and Exteriors, we are making customers happy one roof at a time. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home and need an agency to deliver excellent results? Camille Johnson Realtors is excited to assist you with one of the most important decisions for you and your family. Whether it be residential, commercial, or farm and ranch properties, Camille and her all-star team of agents are ready to help buyers and sellers through what can be a stressful period in their lives. Enjoy the multiple listings, community and school information, and photos of the area on their website, CamilleJohnson.com. During this difficult time, Camille Johnson Realtors knows the importance of home. You already love our famous chicken tenders, but have you tried our fabulous Bush Baby sauce? Get ready. Our new Bush Baby chicken sandwich is here. Oh, and did we mention it's on a King's Hawaiian bun? Yes, you heard it right. A King's Hawaiian bun. Crispy tenders placed on a warm and delicious King's Hawaiian bun. Drizzled with our sensational Bush Baby sauce. Topped with three pickles and bam! Introducing the new Bush Baby chicken sandwich. Pick up your Bush Baby chicken sandwich at a Bush's chicken nearest you today. TFNB Your Bank for Life supports high school football in Central Texas. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. 
And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the Durable Kubota L Series tractor for as low as $149 a month at WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Star. We have high school football on our airwaves tonight. Robinson matches up with Gatesville this evening. Head coach Robert Rubel on the challenge of facing the Hornets. There's a chance we end up in a shootout. You know, they're pretty good offensively. We feel like we've got some things we can do to them on our offensive side of the ball. So this thing may end up in a, in a track <laughs> meet. You know, we got to stop. They have a pretty good running back and they got a quarterback that's, that's, that's pretty decent as far as throwing the ball. You can hear the game on 1590 AM and 99.3 FM. Broadcast starts at 7 o'clock. Temple opens district play against Coppers Cove. Broadcast at 7. Kickoff at 7.30 on Fox Sports Central Texas. And Ray's Astros ALCS Game 6 on ESPN Central Texas starting at 4.30 this afternoon. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Eleven fifty, ten away from noon. Unnecessary roughness coming up at the top of the hour. Then at three o'clock, it is the Matt Mosley Show. I'll be in for Matt this afternoon, and then around four. Th- it's an abbreviated edition of the Matt Mosley program because he's being preempted for baseball. He uh, he didn't want that to happen, but it's a management. It's a management decision stretch. So at four thirty, we'll uh, we'll have the Astros and. And the Tampa Bay Rays right here on ESPN. Normally you hear the Astros on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. But uh, this evening we've got Temple Football, Temple and Coppers Cove on ESPN Central Texas. So got to do a little rearranging, a little shuffling of the deck and uh, make sure we get all the games in. And, of course, Robinson and Gatesville will be over on Kicker. Uh, That'll be coming up tonight at 7 o'clock as well. So we got a lot of stuff going on, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, We'll have the Aggie broadcast uh, coming up tomorrow. Over on uh, Fox Sports Central Texas as well, and then uh, then Monday night we'll have the Cowboys and the Arizona Cardinals right here on ESPN Central Texas. So, uh, f- full deck of games, full deck of games. The uh, of course the uh, Baylor game has been postponed, and the uh, Midway Panthers are opened tonight. So there you go. Midway Mid- Midway took a took a tough one last week. You know what? I, I, I hope that they. Uh, I hope they get that turn back around, and obviously Baylor took a tough one too. So it has been been tough on your Central Texas team so far. Yeah, and, and Baylor will. Uh, that's a two thirty kick, by the way. They've already they've set the kick time for for the Longhorns and the Bears, and we'll just have to kind of keep you posted on what the situation is for Baylor. Again, they uh, they're hoping to get back on the practice field this weekend if everything uh, if everything goes well so we'll see and and again it's a, it's simply a day by day situation with you know what with, it, with really with every program at, at every level it it really is day by day and we've heard coaches talk about that we've heard coaches say hey look for every game we get to play we're thankful and really we've had some tell us for every practice they get to have they're thankful because you just don't know when it uh, when it uh, when you when you may have to shut it down or when you may have to veer to the right or veer to the left because of your opponent uh, there's so many moving parts to this thing yeah and and it's it's it I'm, I'm with you tom it's 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 really frustrating to have to uh you know to try to have to navigate through this it really is it's it's a i don't know guys it's 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 uh, it's when i think about it and we try to 
we try to really get our arms around what's going on. I'm, 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 I go back to what they're all saying. Hey, thankful we got today. Thankful we got tonight's games. Thankful we're going to have some games tomorrow. And who knows about Sunday with already what we've seen with New England and, you know, a possible positive test there. Who knows how they'll have to move that and navigate that situation. So, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll just – Best thing to do is just kind of keep it right here on ESPN Central Texas, and we'll keep you posted on uh, on what is going on. But uh, and again, there's uh, there's one game in the in the Big Twelve, and that's Kansas at West Virginia. And Les Miles is not going to make that trip. Uh, he'll just uh, I, I guess resume uh, resume everything uh, on Monday when they get back, or Sunday actually when they get back from. Uh, from uh, West Virginia in that game, so we'll see. Uh, we haven't said a whole lot about SEC football, but uh, the Aggies, uh, they're going to be uh, at Mississippi State. That's a 3 o'clock kick. I, 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 I want to see how the Aggies respond. You know, sometimes, Stretch, as you know, with, with big highs come big lows, and uh, they had a big high last week by beating uh, fourth-ranked Florida. So, how do they respond uh, against Mississippi State this weekend? Yeah, and, and how does Mississippi State respond having really – they put two on the board. And last I checked, that, that's the defense that scored that. So, you, you had Mike Leach come out and say, hey, we're going to have to purge and get rid of some guys. And, you know, that, so you've already seen – you're already seeing adversity in that program. They go out and beat LSU, and then they, they fall flat to Arkansas, fall flat to Kentucky. So it'll be see, it'd be interesting to see how they come back. Who, who guys? Who do you like uh, on on Saturday? Georgia or Alabama? Ugh. Can I, you pick against Alabama until they lose? You probably can, but you know what? Watching the way that Ole Miss pushed them around, I, I kind of like Georgia in this game. I just Ooh. don't. I, I, I don't trust Georgia, but at the same time, I don't trust Sarkeesian kind of even more. So I wouldn't be surprised if. Georgia was able to come away with the victory. And that's a great point, Stretch. I mean, uh, make no mistake about it. Lane Kiffin's Ole Miss football team, they pushed Alabama all over the field. And you just don't see that in uh, against a, uh, yeah, an they, Alabama team. You don't see it much in the SEC, but you're right. seeing it now. And, and, you know, you and I, I mean, we obviously talk on the phone, but, I mean, I, I think that was our uh, – that was our – both of our – point we made when we talked last Saturday night was can you believe how Alabama defensively is just getting pushed around I mean and Ole Miss literally just assaulted them so I I, I could see Georgia going in and, and, and going right at that same blueprint that same game plan and Georgia will be much better on the defensive side of the ball than what Ole Miss was so that that's what leads me to believe that but you know what Again, we've said it a million times. They they leave the lights on twenty four hours in the in the desert for people like me who think they've got the answers. Yeah, and then finally, uh, the game I, I'm going to be watching a little bit of is is Arkansas and Ole Miss. I'm, first of all, I want to see Lane Kiffin's offense again, but I want to see how the Razorbacks respond after. Uh, well, like, I'm not even going to get into it. They got they, uh, they they got taken to the woodshed by the officials. It cost them a football game. How they respond? We got to go. It's five before noon. Uh, Unnecessary roughness is next, and then we'll talk to you again at three. Have a wonderful day and a great weekend. This is ESPN Central Texas.